You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is up and welcome to another episode of Intentional Grounding. I'm your host, Sterling. Uh, I'm here at Jackson's Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Denver again. This is where you'll see me for this show all season long, unless I'm traveling. So there are a couple trips coming up, but I am happy to be here this morning. Got some exciting news now. If you hear noise in the background, obviously, because I'm in a park, there's people walking, there's there's chairs being moved, there's tables being moved, there's there's music on the overhead, but that's okay because you're here with me and we're gonna we're gonna rock this thing today. So Without further ado, let's uh, let's talk about our sponsors today. And first up, we got Picasso's Pizza. All right, you guys know Picasso's Pizza up there in Buffalo. You've heard this if you listen to any SB Nation Buffalo rumbling stuff. You know what we're about to do. So this show is presented by Picasso's Pizza. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day, Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. All right? So... When I was in Buffalo last week, I didn't get the opportunity to go to Picasso's, not going to lie. You know, my, a lot of my time was spent at uh, Bar Bill, which I'm telling you right now, they have the best wings uh, I've ever tasted in my life. I got the Josh Allen Special, which is the uh, honey, honey butter Cajun barbecue wings. They were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. But I have a very – so I have a new sponsor – to the show okay and it's slide a shelf all right and um i'm really excited about this this is a, a really cool thing um slide a shelf is a fabulous company i know the owner <laughs> personally um so i'm gonna leave it at that but i i, I got a little little something something for y'all today that i'm gonna show you guys so bill's fans are your cabinets in need of a timeout? Say goodbye to fixed dimension options, wasted space, and long waits. Slide a Shelf offers high-quality, customized, perfect-fitting slide-out shelves and cabinet organizers that make it easy to reach and organize the items you use most in your everyday life. Check them out at slideashelf.com and use the promo code Intentional Grounding to get 10% off two or more standard slide-out shelves plus free shipping. Visit their website at www.slidershelf.com and let them help you reach what matters. So, again, use that promo code. You're going to hear a lot about Slider Shelf on the show. Uh, we're in an era where people are doing a lot of uh, home improvement to the kitchen, to whatever. If you need shelving, go see our guys at Slider Shelf. They'll get you set up. And by the way, they they do have uh, – you can find their stuff at Home Depot, Lowe's, and so forth. So if you're if you're going to do a project – whether it's your bathroom, whether it's your kitchen, make sure you go see my friends at Slide a Shelf. All right, so with that out of the way, let's let's do some shout-outs, man. Oh, Slide a Shelf is in the house. What's up? What's up? Richard Rush, that's my guy. So I, I actually met Richard uh, at, at the uh, Buffalo Rumblings event. Richard's awesome. 
got spin. We will see how well Bean has drafted tonight. Yeah, well, today. Not tonight, today. We're going we're gonna to see about this Bills roster. What's up? Taylor, what's good? What's good? David, how you doing? Oh, man, you guys are showing so much love. There's Thomas from Hamburg, Germany. So I have a story, too. I have a story. So I was at the airport um, coming home. It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday, and I'm sitting in the Buffalo airport. And you know, Buffalo airport is very, it's a very small place. So I'm sitting there, and I'm feeding my face to some food or whatever, and uh, someone says, Sterles. And I'm like, I'm like, did I really hear Sterles? Uh, I was like, well, whatever. And I heard it again. And I see this man approaching me. He's like, are, are you Sterles? And I was taking back like, uh, yeah. He, go, he goes, man, me and my wife, uh, we, we're big fans of you, big fans of the show. And we came all the way from Australia to go to the Bills Monday Night Football game. And so, uh, man, it was a super cool exchange. So just so you know, man, there's people all over the world that – not only watch my show, but uh, follow a lot of the Buffalo Romulus content creators, SB Nation. So with that being said, shall we get into this show today? Can we do this? Because I'm excited about it. I ain't gonna lie. I'm pretty nervous. I'm really nervous about, about uh, today's game, but it's going to be it's gonna be a tough one. I ain't gonna lie. It's going to be a tough one. But before we uh, continue on, let's get into the AFC standings. You know, we got to Outside of you know paying the bills, man, we gotta you know let's let's talk about where everything is from a standings point of view, okay? So we got the uh, Miami Dolphins at two and zero, right? The Buffalo Bills at two and zero. The Jets, the Jets are sitting there at one and one. They got a win last week against the uh, the Cleveland Browns, which I didn't think they were they were even gonna be close in that game, but they managed to pull it out. And then, you know, the Patriots are one and one, which they did beat Pittsburgh uh, at home, which is, I, you know, I, I'm not really expecting anything to, to happen with the, the Patriots. And I could care less. They can kick rocks and go to hell if you ask me. But uh, whatever that, you know, that's this is how I feel about the Patriots. But uh, now that Tom Brady's gone, I, don't, I mean, I could care less, honestly. And, and their fans are just awful. I guess that pot calling Kettle Black if I'm over here talking shit about him, but I care less about Patriots fans. So if you're in here, don't at me because we, we will throw down in the jungle. Okay, so we, we got the AFC standings out of the way. We got a big matchup today, Bills versus Dolphins. And, and all week, all you could hear on Twitter, you hear a lot of chirping, national media, a lot of, oh, man, the Dolphins are, you know, just because they, they came back and they beat the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, cool, whoop de doo I mean – Kudos. If it was the Bills, I'd be happy to. If, I, if you're a Dolphins fan, it's okay to be excited. You know, the the I would say it's more the Ravens let the game go than the Dolphins just came back and win. So, you know, when I watched the film, I mean, their guys running running open all over the field. And if you're an NFL quarterback, you are expected to make those throws, right? You're expected to make those throws. And and Tua, to, to his credit, he, he got the job done. He got the job done. He he made the throws necessary uh, to get his team get his team a W. So I, I can't I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at that at all. So we come into this game, and now we have a ton of injuries. Okay, a ton of injuries for this Buffalo Bills team. Let's let's go over them, shall we? I mean, you guys have heard them all week, and I'm sure it's probably kept some of you up at night. Micah Hyde, 
Let's talk about that. Well, Micah Hyde is out for the season with a neck injury. They didn't specify and say, you know, how bad that neck injury was, but it's bad enough to where he felt like he needed a second opinion. And uh, I guess that second opinion determined uh, whether or not he could play and he, he can't, you know, I, at the end of the day, I mean, your family and your health comes first, but we know if Micah had the ability to play, we know that he'd play, right? He, this is a guy that's been pretty much healthy throughout his career. So Micah Hyde is out. He's out for the season, right? Dane Jackson, he's, he's, he's gone for at least a few games. We don't know how long, but the, the injury on Monday night was scary. I was sitting there and, uh, I went and got a beer and uh, a hot dog. I don't know. Don't ask me why I got a hot dog. Maybe because I was drunk or something. But I got a hot dog, and it was – I mean, it had nothing on it. Like, no ketchup, <laughs> no mustard. I'm, I'm just raw dogging this hot dog. And uh, I come back, and I thought, okay, because, you know, I tried, to get, I tried to get out there before the halftime, right? So – Apparently, so I go get my hot dog, come back. The Bills are still in the second quarter about to close. I go to halftime, I'm like, yo, what's up? And then somebody said, oh, yeah, Dane Jackson just got carted off. I'm like, damn. So Dane Jackson got a neck injury. Luckily for him, he was able to walk out of uh, ECMC, and uh, I guess he went through some further evaluation, and it looks like uh, maybe he can come back in a few weeks. Uh, he was at practice this week in, in a, a red jersey, non-contact jersey. So that that's good, right? So you want to see that. You want to see if a guy gets carted off like that on national television, you're you know the your pings go up, man, and you're kind of worried for the man's you know safety, right? You know, luckily for him, he had movement in his extremities. So Dane Jackson is out. My guy uh, Jordan Phillips. Jordan Phillips is out with a hamstring injury. Now we saw that on the on the uh, Matt Milano pick six. He's running down the field and looks like a sniper. Uh, you know, from the from the press booth, just hit him, and he just went down. That's a big boy. That's six foot six, three hundred and thirty pound man. Guy, like he just he, he was gone. So Jordan Phillips is out for this game. Ed Oliver, we thought that we'd get him back. He still suffered from that ankle injury. He is out. We know Trey White's out. So, and I'm sure I've I'm I'm failing to mention a couple others, but this Bills team is is they're hampered with injuries, man. And my guy Julian. Uh, from Mafia. That's my guy right there. Next man up, and they still have to outscore Josh, so I'm not worried. Well, I mean, I love the confidence. And I'm not saying the Bills are going to lose, but damn, you should be worried. You should be worried. I, I Look, I'm all about the rah-rah next man up and so forth, but when every starter in your secondary is out, you're not worried? Y'all not worried this morning? You guys didn't lose any sleep last night thinking about Kyrie Elam and Christian Benford with Jaquan Johnson and DeMar Hamlin. Y'all ain't worried about that? I am. <laughs> the beef is on the bench this week, Big Ed and, and Jay Phil. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Any word on Knox? So what I've heard is that Knox, uh, he's going to play. That's what I've heard. So we don't have to worry about Dawson Knox. Uh, Gabe Davis is also going to be playing in this game. So... That that's that we do definitely need that. And if they, you know, if the Dolphins come out here and try to single coverage on Diggs and Davis, ah, you're 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 toast. You are toast. Don't do it. it, it I'm telling you. Stefan Diggs can handle Xavier and Howard all day long. 
So y'all can miss me on that Xavier Howard mess. I know he's the elite ball hawk, ball hawking corner. But I yeah, uh, it's it's Josh Allen, it's Stefan Diggs. Like I, I ain't trying to hear it. So we kind of got the, the injury stuff out of the way. And this part of the show, this is called the cap. Like, what have we heard this week that is just absurd? What have we heard about the Bills or about the Bills opponent this week that 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 is just absurd? And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say the cap is that Tua is this great quarterback. Tua Tunga Vailoa is this great quarterback because he had six touchdowns and and all these yards last week, 469, I believe. That's cap. <laughs> the, the stats are not cap, but putting him up here as, you know, well, he's leading the NFL and, 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 and uh, passing yards and all this stuff. And, well, sh- I mean, if I was out there and I had, you know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, I mean, sh- I'd be up there too. But, again, you know, it's one thing to look at a stat sheet. But it's another thing to watch the film, and the film does say it says a different story. I'm just telling you right now, it's a different story. You got to keep in mind, you know, the Ravens had a, a – a, they're banged up. They're banged up in the secondary, and they had a, like three three rookies and new starters. So out of the four, sec, four secondary players, they had Kyle Hamilton. Marcus May is the first year in the system. And they had two rookies outside of that. So they were inexperienced and – that's a complicated Baltimore Ravens defensive scheme, right? So where they want to play press man coverage on the outside and dare you to beat them deep. Well, with rookies and inexperience, that's probably not the best game plan. I'm all about believing in your players, but that's not the best game plan to go about when you see Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, who are elite speed demons. Uh, no, thank you. And, and, and you know, Tyreek Hill was wide open. I mean, when I talk about wide open, I, I ain't nobody around this man in a, in a, in a 10 yard radius on each side. He is wide open. Okay. That, two is not elite. I'm sorry. Look, you guys, you're cute. Miami. It's very cute, but, Tua is a very limited quarterback. He doesn't have the athletic profile as a Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he, you know, I would even dare to say that he's not even a quick processor pre and post snap. Uh, you can you can confuse Tua and get him to hold on to the ball. And then we're not even talking about he has average to below average arm strength. When people on Twitter or or you know people in the uh, NFL scouting community where they have to chop up video where you're a left-handed quarterback and make you right-handed and say, oh, my gosh, when he throws the ball right-handed, he has so much velocity on the ball. Uh, come on now. Are, are we serious? Are we freaking serious? That is this where we are in 2022? All right. I'm not preaching the gospel, but what I'm saying is absolutely true. If you need the gospel, you can hit me up in my DMs, and I'll give you that there too. But, no, I'm sorry, y'all. It, it, it's just not. That's the cap of the week. That Tua is this – Good quarterback, great quarterback. Uh, I, I, ain't, I ain't buying it. I'm not buying it, and neither should you. But should we be worried at this game? Yeah, heck yeah. Rob says Tua is bottom 10, period. I, I agree. 
John, thank you for uh, watching and listening to the show. Says Hamlin is going to be our only weak spot in the secondary, man. We got, look, Hamlin, Johnson, they're not great athletes. Okay, you, you got Benford and Elam or, or uh, above average athletes, but the other two are, are, are not. And so the secondary, as, you know, as it stands, even healthy, we don't have the best athletes on the field in the secondary. We could be, be a lot better, more dynamic from an athletic standpoint. Um, so I don't know, man. Let, let's, you know, this is DeMar Hamlin's second, uh, you know, season in the scheme. I mean, again, he's learned from Jordan Poirier. He's learned from Micah Hyde. Let's see what these guys can do. But, yeah, I, if I had to look out on paper, absolutely, I'd say, you know what, that's a, a weakness in the secondary. And then you got Jaquan Johnson. When he plays, oh, when he's on the field, he makes plays. University of Miami, and, oh, my gosh. And I don't want to harp on this, but University of Miami should not even have a college football team right now because Middle Tennessee State put it on them. But I'm going to leave it at that. So if any of you hurricanes out there, I, I apologize, but you guys suck. <laughs> my man Dave my man Dave says, the injuries in a short week don't make me happy. I think our offense will put up plenty of points. I also want to see 100% touchbacks on kickoffs. Don't need their returners killing us. Make to approve something. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Yeah, they, they're going to have to. They're going to have to uh, step it up. You know, we can't have Tyler Bass kicking the ball out of bounds, right? And, and, and it's a legal procedure. They get the ball at the 40 yard line. We cannot have that. You know, we have to. The margin for 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 error today is smaller just because of what's been going on, right? So we the Bills are going to have to be playing their A game today. They're going to have to. And so if you have any questions, by all means, ask me in the chat, and uh, I will I will do my best to get to them. So who's next? Who's next? It's the Miami Dolphins, right? So we talked about where they are. You know, they're 2-0, and this is a clash of the AFC East, if you will. And you got a Miami Dolphins team that they haven't been able to get the run game going. They struggle on defense. Uh, they have been struggling on defense. Now, I think their defense is good. They got guys up front in the front seven that are pretty good. I mean, you got Javon Holland, who I really like as a prospect. and he, I think he's going to be a superstar in this league. He scares me. You got Xavier Howard, who, you know, he, he gambles. But when he makes those calculated risks, man, he's, he's on top of it. He's on top of it. So that scares me. Christian Wilkins. You know, they got guys on the defensive line that, that, that can flat-out play. They can flat-out play. So, yeah, I mean, it definitely worries me. It definitely worries me. On offense, again, I mentioned, you know, they they can't seem to get the running game going, which I do expect the Shanahan-style offense. I, I That was one of the things that I thought that, you know, they would have already have in the bag because that Shanahan offense, that wide zone, you know, that scheme does allow for – uh, average to below average running backs be successful. We saw, I mean, I saw this with the Denver Broncos while Kyle, uh, uh, Mike Shanahan was, was coaching Kyle Shanahan with the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, these guys, they always been able to run the football and that's a staple uh, of this offense, but they have not been able to do that uh, thus far. So uh, when you look at the PFF ratings, uh, the Bills and the Dolphins are the bottom third of the league in terms of, of uh, run blocking grade. So that's a that's an area of concern, and, and that we'll talk about the Bills' run blocking problems here in a minute. Uh, from a passing standpoint, okay, Tua, yes, he had a really big game, uh, 469 yards. 
So, you know, last week. So you got to give him that. But, I mean, when you got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle uh, lining up on the outside, you know, you're going to you gotta make some hay. I mean, we, we knew that when they traded for Tyreek Hill. We saw what Jalen Waddle could do last year. Had over 100 receptions as a rookie, which is pretty damn good. We saw what they can do. Um, so if I had to, if I had to guess, oh, hold on, hold on. We got a super chat here. RC3. <laughs> if we crush them, what's the narrative? So again, thank you for the super chat, RC3. So let me answer your question. Let me answer your question. If we crush the Dolphins today, so let's let's throw a hypothetical score up there. Let's say we beat the Dolphins 38. 15, 16, 38-16, right? That's, a, that's crushing to me. If we beat them by that score, what does that say about the Bills? Well, here's how the media is going to spin it, right? Well, you're expected to do that because you're the, you know, you're the favorite in the league, right? And, I mean, the media has been talking about how good the Buffalo Bills are since the offseason. I mean, even last year, we, we were one of, the, one of the teams that were expected to win the Super Bowl. So if we crush them, I don't think the narrative changes, uh, for for from a national media perspective, it only the only dynamic shift for for us fans and and, and you know football analysts is that Brandon Bean has built a really solid roster. That this roster is one of the best in the league. That's 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 the narrative, and that that narrative was here even before this game. Now, if we lose to the Dolphins, here's the narrative: the Dolphins are up and coming. The Dolphins may win the division. We're, we're going to hear the same stuff when the Patriots beat the Bills in Orchard Park last year. You know, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Patriots, oh, oh Mac Jones is, is – is, he's like, you know, he's Tom Brady. He's a baby Tom Brady, and he's going to take over the AFC's Buffalo. Watch out. You know, the media always have to – they always got to spin something to make it look like, you know, the, the, Bills, are, the Bills ain't nothing. Eh, you know, don't, don't, don't read into it. Just know this. You heard it from your good friend here, Sterling, that the, the Bills are really good. And they got the best roster in the league. You got one of the best quarterbacks in the league, top two, if you will. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, you can argue that Josh is better. You can argue that Pat's better, right? But you got the best quarterback in the league. That's it. That's all you need to know. Bills got the best roster in the league and got the best quarterback in the league. Oh, and you got Von Miller, too. Oh, and you might be getting uh, OBJ when he's healthy. That's all you need to know. The, Bill, the, the Bills are going to have to... They're gonna have to beat themselves. You have they have everything on paper. They got the coach, they got the GM, they 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 got the quarterback, they got the superstar wide receiver, they got a superstar cornerback when he's back in from I mean, they have everything, right? So that that's the narrative to me. I hope that I, I hope I answered your question. Um, but thank you for the super chat. And if you got other others of you uh really want me to answer your question, by all means do that. So Steve Lynn is a longtime listener of the show. Uh, he says, what do you think about making a trade with Atlanta for Dean Marlowe? He knows our scheme and used to back up Hyde. Yeah, Dean Marlowe is a, is a sneaky option. This is what I'd say to that, Steve. I, I'm going to give it a few weeks. And if by the trade deadline we're, we're having issues in the secondary, not from Poyer, but from the, the slot that Micah Hyde vacated, then I'd say you, you throw a seventh-round pick um, – at the Falcons to get Dean Marlowe because you know he can come in and he can play. And when he's when he's been on this roster, he's produced. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm going to challenge you guys with. We have to know, and I've said this before on the show, that Sean McDermott's calling card 
John Butler's calling card is developing young defensive backs. You don't need to go get Dean Marlowe. I think this is a big, big time game for Jaquan Johnson, who is from the U. He's playing at home. Greg Rousseau is from Miami. Devin Singletary is from my, these guys. These this is a home game for the Bills, <laughs> essentially. They're gonna they're gonna the Bills know what's going on. They're gonna come ready. But yeah, I, I think you know if you really need Dean Marlowe, you can go get him for a seventh round pick if you really need him. But I don't think you do. I think you can get by with Jaquan Johnson and Demar Hamlin while uh, Micah Hyde is out for the year. You know how many Super Bowl teams have dynamic safeties? You know, teams that played in the AFC championships, NFC championships, they have dynamics. So you can get by without great safety play. Now, I'm not saying I'm not, you know, knocking the impact that Poirier and Hyde have. Right. But you don't really need dynamic safety play. And by the way, like I said, John Butler, uh, Sean McDermott, they, they're going to have these guys ready to play. I promise you that. I promise you that. Um Greg Van Roten at center today. Is Mitch Morse out? Uh, I haven't seen the injury report as of this morning or, you know, because I'm doing this show. But if he's if that's true, let me know, Jason, because uh, I know that Mitch Morse had an elbow contusion of some sort. Uh, he did come back and play in the Monday night game. So if he's out, that would be that would suck. But Greg Van Roten is, a, is another guy. You know, this is another underrated sign that Brandon Bean had where this is a guy that has experience. Uh, he was one of the guys that I was hoping that the Bills would sign uh, when they got, before they got Mitch Morse, you know, that free agency year. Uh, but they got the best center that was on the free agent market and, and Mitch Morse. And now they have the guy that I felt like was third or fourth on that list of free agent centers uh, that season. So Greg Van Roten can come in. He can play. Uh, and I think he, you know, I think it'll be all right. Uh, this is awesome. Mitch is out and Shakir is out. Well, Khalil Shakir, I'm not. I mean, what, he didn't really play last week anyway. He didn't. He didn't even play the first. Uh, the first game. So, yeah, that that that, that sucks. But Mitch Morse being out, that that, that it's not ideal. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that. See, more injuries are are coming out, and I hate this. Here's here's my bestie right here, my man Joe freaking Miller. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, Joe. He says. Is the way to stop this fish offense as simple as playing Tampa 2 and force them to be patient and play mistake-free offense? The best way to beat this Dolphins team for this week, yeah, you're, you're going to have to do a cover two shell, cover three shell. You're going to have to have, you know, you got two of the better uh, coverage linebackers in the league and Matt Milano and Tremaine Edmonds. But the thing is, though, you have to rely – it all comes down to the trenches more than the secondary, okay, because you heard the old adage, the whole old football coaches say, um, you know, the game is one in the trenches, which it totally is, okay? The Bills have to control the, deep, the, the, the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. And, and so back to your super chat, on the defensive side of the ball, it comes down to Ed Oliver. Well, no, he's out. It comes down to Greg Russo and Von Miller. They have to set the tone. Daquan Jones, they have to set the tone. And get to an off this spot, right? Get make him throw the ball outside the numbers because he doesn't have the strongest arm. Yeah, you got to make him throw outside the numbers, and, and you have to send four, but you have to you need to confuse him. Okay, so yeah, what four are coming, right? 
So you can you can send you know Taron Johnson and, and and make Greg Rousseau uh, go into a pass lane, right? You have to be clever about how you rush them, because you know right when the ball snapped, you know where he's looking. Waddle Hill. If that's not there, what is he gonna do? And he ain't gonna have that much time. Now this Miami Dolphins offensive line is it, it's not good. Liam Eikenberg, you got a, a Greg Little at right tackle. These guys are these, you know, and Taron Armstead has a foot injury or toe injury. We don't, I don't know if he's playing. I mean, you guys let me know if uh, Taron Armstead, if he is actually uh, a scratch on the injury report, let me know. But the Bills are going to have to play a, a base nickel, you know, um, cover two shell. And you're going to have to disguise two with four, but you don't, you need to, you need to kind of disguise which four you're sending sometimes. But you, this is why the Bills, this is why Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, for the last few years, we've, we've spent the most money on the defensive line because of games like this. you got to be able to control the line of scrimmage. And the Dolphins, one of their weaknesses is their offensive line. So if you can win up front, the game is won. I don't care what Josh Allen does, really. But if you can control both lines of scrimmage, it's over. It is over. And I think, you know, me and Joe were talking about this um, when we were sitting down at Bar Bill. I, I, I looked at him and I said, man, you know what? This is the first time in the McDermott era, McDermott Bean era, where they've been able to have the guys necessary to win in the trenches, both on the offensive line and defensive line. They've been searching for that for the past four or five years since they've been here. But now they got the guys. So if you can do this, if you can do this, it's over. So, yeah, that, as far as a, a cover standpoint, yeah, you're going to have to roll coverages. You know, you're gonna, there ha, there's going to have to be help over top for these young DBs with these world-cast speed demons. They're going to have to be some, some stuff over top, right? You might even have to throw some dime looks in there. So you move Tremaine over at middle linebacker. You kind of have Terrell Bernard and Milano hover or, you know, in your sub packages, but yeah, you're, you're going to have to confuse Tua, get him to hold on the ball and let four come get him. And uh, just so you know, if you haven't liked, followed, and subscribed to Buffalo Rumblings, please do so. Like, follow, and subscribe, man. I know there's a, a, a few of you guys, a lot of us in here this morning getting ready for this game, but make sure you like, follow, and subscribe. Uh, subscribe to the Intentional Grounding uh, podcast uh, because, you know, we're keeping it locked here all season long. Uh, let's let's go for some other questions. Randolph Moore says no need to blitz. Well, you got to like, you don't have to blitz, you know, send a fifth blitzer, but you're going to have to generate some organic pressure for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Tua is not that dynamic as an athlete, so I'm not worried about him getting outside the pocket. But you know what I would like to see? I'll go ahead and tell you. Charles, go Bills. Yes, sir. Uh, what I would like to see, I, I want to see Greg Rousseau line up at three tech. Look, <laughs> Greg Rousseau at, at three tech destroyed the Rams. He has some really good reps there. And, and you want to talk about what he did to to, to Titans? <laughs> it's a crime. I mean, he's bull rushing. I mean, this is a this guy's six foot seven. Like, if you want to, if you want to. One of those, um, and I know McDermott, those guys, they, they thought of this, but you want to get these guys, you want to get to a, get, get a, a tall dude that, that's in your line of sight and, and get him off his spot so that he has to think about it just a little bit longer. And Von Miller, Von Miller, oh my God, 
just this just, just hearing that name, Von Miller, is just beautiful. Von Miller's gonna play today. I'm telling you, he's gonna have this defensive line ready to go. This is why you go and pay that much money for a future Hall of Famer for stuff like this. My guy Julian. He sends a super chat for five. Julian, if you got a question, man, send it in there. Thank you for supporting the show. Is Josh going to take over this game? You know, as we always talk crap, it's fun. It, you know, it's people should never be mad that Bills fans are talking crap now because we have been the brunt of jokes for a decade. Oh, the Bills lost four Super Bowls. You know, it's funny. Any, anytime, you know, people out here or know that I'm a Bills fan, oh, the, uh, you lost four Super Bowls. It's like, come on, bro. Let it go, dog. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Yes, I'm aware the Bills lost four Super Bowls, but that was so long ago, right? So, anyway, having a guy like Von Miller is 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 gonna is gonna be immense. But Josh Allen, this is Daddy come Daddy comes home game. Daddy is coming home. <laughs> Josh Allen is the daddy of the Miami Dolphins all day long, and I think because. This Miami defense, they, they're just not playing the, the style of football that I thought they played uh, two weeks in the season. But Josh Allen always plays well against them. And I would say this is the most talented roster or team that Josh Allen's had since he's been a Buffalo Bill. Now, this is the NFL, and things change. And this is a new coaching staff for, the, for the, uh, this Miami, uh, you know, Miami team. So I can't necessarily go by what happened with Brian Flores. But. Um, I expect Josh Allen to have a big game. This is why you have one of the, the best quarterbacks in the game for moments like this. Where, you know, back against the wall. Let's, let's talk about that. Josh Allen is a guy where, you know, he, the, the odds have always been stacked against him. Okay? You know, fireball Cal you, He grew up in fireball California. How many of you guys have even heard of that before Josh Allen? Now, I, I sure the hell didn't. I didn't know what fireball was. All right, this dude, this dude grew up on a farm. Like, when you talk about hard work, grit, and work ethic, that dude, he has it. Like, the moment is never too big for him. Went to Reedley College. Reedley. <laughs> Sent a thousand letters to a Division I program saying, take a chance on me. Websites being built about joshallensucks.com before he was drafted. Gets drafted. Then they tried to say, oh, Josh Allen hates black people because of a tweet he had. Okay. Come on, man. Stop it. Stop the narrative. Not only that, his play on the field sucks. Josh Allen is not accurate. He can't hit the broad side of an All this stuff. Jalen Ramsey come out saying, oh, man, you're trash, 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 whatever. I mean, you, 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 so you see where I'm going with this, right? And now that he's a superstar, the moment's never too big. The moment is never too big for Josh Allen. So, Josh Allen's going to have this offense ready to go. He's the leader of the team. Uh, the, the, the Bills are going to be fine. The Bills are going to be fine. Armstead is active. Thank you for that. Two, <laughs> let's process two decades. So, so in order, so how are the Bills going to win on offense? Let's, you know, we, we got about 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay. How are the Bills going to win on offense? Well, I, I think you got to get the ball. You got to put the ball in Josh Allen's hands all day long. Like, if you have to run three, four, five wide receiver sets to put stress on this Miami, I want so much stress on this Miami secondary every time the Bills line up. I'm not saying pass the ball 50 times, but I want to see Josh Allen get at least 35 to 40 passes. 
I, I, I say scrap the run game. I don't. I mean, unless you get James Cook back there, Devin Singletary, and, and the and the Bills' offensive run blocking is humming, which we haven't really seen it yet. Where it's humming, give the the ball needs to be in Josh Allen's hands. So I want to add stress to this defense. This is this is going to be a big game for. This is a game where Dawson Knox could actually shine, right? I, I think they don't have the linebackers to, to keep up with Dawson Knox. You you have to use that weapon today. I think it's gonna be it's gonna prove to be great. Isaiah McKenzie. This is this is another game where Isaiah McKenzie, where we could kind of see him pop off. You know, him and James Crowder both need to have big games today, right? But if you you know, here's here's what we've seen defenses do with Josh Allen this year. They they rush three and drop eight in coverage. And Josh Allen has he has now learned or learning the the part of give you know take what the defense gives you. I don't always have to press the ball, throw the ball down the field. Take your calculated risk when the, when it when the defense gives it to you. And when a quarterback learns that part, that's why he's playing so well this year because last year he had struggle. Him and Patrick Mahomes had struggles with the rush three, drop eight. Where, the, where these defenders are clouding the pass lanes, right? Now he's 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 grown. This is one of the things. This God, this is why I love Josh Allen. I'm, I'm even wearing his jersey today. This is why you love Josh Allen because he's a guy that whatever you throw at him, he's gonna learn. He takes this stuff seriously, man. He ain't Kyler Murray where you got to put clauses in the contract for Call of Duty. How much film are you gonna watch? This is not that kind of guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was terrible for for for. Just as an employee, like if they have to put clauses in your contract to do your job, what are, what are we doing, man? <laughs> what are we doing? But he can handle the rush three drop eight. He's he going to dump it off. That's why the Bills went out and they got James Cook, right? He's going he's gonna to use Stephon Diggs on some choice routes. Isaiah McKenzie and, and Crowder on choice routes where they read the zone defense and, and they they it's kind of like um, – you know, you're just kind of out there winging it in a sense, you know. So when you come up to the line, the, the choice route is where you have, let's say your your job is to run a slant, right? So if it's man, you run a slant. If it's zone, you can you can run that slant or you can run that, that deep end or, or whatever. You can run a, a hook route. You know, basically your job is to find the weakness in the zone uh, and, and sit there and let Josh Allen find you. That's that's what is that's that's what it is. And so if, if the Bills can effectively do that, if Josh Allen can effectively do that, I'm not seeing a path where, you know, the Dolphins are going to be able to, to hang with the Bills score for score. I mean, you, and that's just saying, let's just say that the, the that our secondary is just trash today, that they're just having a hard day. You still have to face one of the best offenses in the league if you're a Miami, Miami defense and Josh Allen. So, you know, it could, it could be a shootout. It could be a shootout. <laughs> Victor says laces out, Dan. <laughs> little little Ace Ventura uh, reference there. Uh, squish the fish, yes, sir. <laughs> Les Brown says hide and pour out two rookie corners. No Ed, no Mitch. Bills win thirty four seventeen. Man, if that Les, if that happens, you're my best friend. You will be my best friend today. Um, so that's what the Bills are going to have to do from an offensive standpoint. I, I think you know. James Cook showed he showed some stuff last week, although it wasn't in garbage time. But I think the more you get him, you know, kind of acclimated to this offense of running the ball uh, in the NFL and getting some of the, the the kinks out, 
I think, you know, he had a really good run down the left side uh, last week. Um, and, and when you're in person and seeing his, like, he's just got a second gear about him, man, that, you know, once he hits that, the second level, the whole heat, dude, he's that boy fast. So if we can get him out in space and add some, some, maybe some stress to this, to that defense horizontally, that'd be awesome too. And not to mention Josh Allen's running ability. So um, buff hub. Buff Hub says, I don't feel good about this game. Tyreek and Walla have potential to roast his secondary now. Yeah, but they do. But does coaching matter? Coaching matters. Scheme matters. And I think McDermott is one of the best um, defensive coordinators in the league. Leslie Frazier. That, I mean, so when, when players are down, coaches, this is where coaches have to step up. So it, will he answer the call? That's remain to be seen. Will these young players answer the call? That remains to be seen. And I'll, and I'll say this. Elam and Benford, what their, their ability in the run game and their run fits, incredible for rookies. Incredible. So, you know, we, we think, you know, two is going to want to get – they're going to screen the hell out of us. They, they, they're going to want to throw short passes, I'm telling you. For your rookies to be able to – you know, we, we talk so much about the Bills being one of the worst teams tackling. They're they're a top. I think they're top three according to PFF in the league right now of tackling defensively. So they're not missing tackles. You got uh, the defensive line being stout up the middle with, with Daquan Jones and company, where you know Milano and Edmonds are free to roam and free to make plays, free to make plays. So again, you know, I know we we put a lot of emphasis on the players, but coaching and scheme matters. And I think we have one of the best coaches in the league. So, um, and I, and I will give that over a young Mike McDaniel, right? Uh, he, he's a young guy and he's a bright coach, bright young head coach, but at some point, man, we, we got to give McDermott and these guys some credit too. And so, yeah, I am scared of Waddle. I am scared of Tyree kill, but come on, man. Sean McDermott's been doing this for a long time. Leslie Frazier's been doing this for a long time and they could get the best of us, but I tend to believe that that we're going to give them a run for their money. So, um, so yeah, you guys are dying to wait for, for my uh, predictions. So I guess, you know, I guess I'm going to give it to you guys. So should we do the slider shelf X factor of the game? Okay. Shall we do that? <laughs> I've been making you guys wait for, for the prediction. I'm telling you right now, dude. I, I, I'm just excited about this game. I'm super freaking excited about this game. Okay. Because first of all, you, you got you got this Buffalo Bills team playing so well. They're playing so well right now. And I expect, one, I do expect the Bills to win. I expect the Bills to come out and handle business. Okay? I will say that I would love for the run game to get going. I think that's even as much as as much as I want, you know, um, as much as I want, you know, James Cook and, and or Josh Allen to cook out here with these guys, I need we need the run game to, to be serviceable. The run game to 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 be solid, okay? Because look, man, we 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 should have learned this um, last year. You can have Josh Allen run around and and do all these things all day, 
all day long. But you, at some point, you have to establish a run game. You got to. And if you can't establish a run game, teams, this is the NFL where teams, teams will catch up. Teams will catch up, right? So if you can't, if you can't run the ball effectively, we're, we're gonna have we're gonna have issues throughout the season. So I think each week, I think we need to see these uh, this offensive line take another step. You know, like I said, you know, our guys right now we're we're one of the worst run teams in the league, one of the worst run teams in the league. Now, have we really been trying to to get it going from a, a run standpoint? I think when you know Joe and I were talking, I do like the fact that. They are they are attempting to to run the ball and be effective that way. Like you see them in these power sets, right? So you know, I think running the ball and and the philosophy change. So Brian Dable, I think with Brian Dable's absence now, one of the, the questions that we had were answered. Brian Dable's the one that's wanted to throw the ball all over the field all day, all day, all day, all day. And McDermott was the one that's that's wanting a more balanced attack now he knows he has josh allen but at some point you got to protect josh allen from himself and you you got to win games differently right you can't just do the same thing over and over right you 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 know like i said you're gonna they're gonna catch up to you they're gonna catch up to you so we we got to do it differently so i'm gonna load up my slide here and i'm gonna tell you who my player of the game will be I'm going to let you guys know what I feel about this game. And uh, this this is my favorite part of the show, just to be honest, because, you know, it's like I freak out. I know you guys freak out. Like, what are the Bills going to do? And I just think it, it just matters when you hear somebody you trust, you respect, that says, you know what, dude? Like, we got this. We got this. So am, am I picking the Bills to lose this game? Absolutely not. The Bills aren't going to lose this game. And I'm and I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> this this segment of my show, the slider shelf, X Factor player of the game, reach what matters is gonna be Josh Allen today, folks. Look at that, man. He's gonna be 27 of 34, 325 yards and four touchdowns. That's gonna be the that is my projected player of the game. Josh Allen himself, look at that, just beast of a man right there. 27 to 34, 325, four touchdowns, and guess what? The Bills are going to cruise to a victory. They're going to cruise to a victory to the tune of, I'm going to say, they're going to win 34-21 Bills. 34-21 Bills. That's going to be the score today. (laughs) Les Brown says that's cheating. Josh, Josh, player of the game every game. I hope you guys know that I'm not one of those cliche analyst fans or whatever that's just going to say Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen. That's like when you were in Sunday school and you say Jesus for every question that was answered or, or, or asked. No. The reason why I picked Josh today is because the chips are down. You got one of your defensive leaders, one of the best safeties in the league, and Micah Hyde. He's not going to be playing this game. Josh Allen – is the, the 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 weight of this of this week of this game is on Josh Allen's shoulders and i think when you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league this is where he shines you this is why you make that much money 
because we're expecting you to come out here and set the record straight. So that's why I picked Josh Allen to be the player of the game. I'm not going to sit here and pick him every single week. Come on now. Y'all know I don't get down like that. But this week, Josh Allen's going to have the biggest impact on this game. Josh Allen's going to have the biggest impact on this game. He has to. So the Bills winner, <laughs> sink or go home with Josh Allen. Now, I'll tell you, man, let's hope none of our guys get injured anymore because we're struggling. We're struggling with terms of injuries. We can't afford I – mean, we have a deep roster, but we cannot afford to, to, to keep having or sustaining these injuries. And we've been blessed with the injury bug lately. The past few years, man, we really haven't had much. So it's only bound to happen, but, man, can we not get any more? I'm over it. I'm over it. So I got, I got, you know, two more minutes here. Two more minutes here. So if you have any questions, uh, fire them away, and I'll answer them real quick. Any more questions? I'll fire. I'll, I'll I'll do it. So I got the Bills winning 34-21. That's going to be the score. So you know, two is not going to be the leading passer after this game. Uh, if you say, you know, give me a a two a stat line, I'm going to say he he throws for two twenty, two touchdowns. That's it. That's it. I, I think you know. Tyreek will get his 100. Waddle will get 70, 80. But that, that's it. Um, before everyone goes, though, make sure. My guy, Joe Miller, after the game tonight, the overreaction postgame show, all right, it's going to be at 8 p.m. Eastern time right here on the uh, Buffalo Romulus YouTube channel. Okay, so make sure that you guys go listen to my guy, Joe, because Joe, they're going to overreact. You know, we all as fans overreact. And Joe does a – I'm telling you, man, Joe does a phenomenal job of just reining it in and letting you just vent, okay, letting you get it out, Whether win, lose, or draw. Joe Joe is the man. So, yes, make sure you like, follow, and subscribe here to the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network or Vidcast Network. Um, this is the show, Intentional Grounding. You, you're going to find me here every Bills game day in the morning. Unless I'm traveling, I might pre-record and so forth. But, you know, my job is to give you – I'm going to give you the real, I, you know, I watch film. I'm going to tell you what the tendencies are. Um, and we're just going to kind of go from there. You know, as, as we progress in the season, we'll talk about some NFL draft prospects. That's where I really, uh, that's what I really love doing. Talking about NFL draft, as you guys know, um, I do have, uh, I have been doing some written content on the Buffalo rumblings uh, SB nation page. So if you guys want to read some material of mine, I have a, a couple stories out that are pretty good. One on Jordan Phillips from a, a couple weeks ago. So, um, be sure, make sure you go check that stuff out. Uh, show me some love. If you haven't followed me on Twitter, by all means, please do. Give me uh, a follow on Twitter. But again, thank you for watching the show. Uh, just want to let you know, go Bills, and we out of here. to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, 
wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.